Good morning, I'm Mike Yoreta. Here are the top COVID-19 headlines this hour on ANC. The Philippine Food and Drug Administration approves the emergency use application of Moderna's COVID-19 vaccine as confirmed by FDA Director General Eric Domingo during an interview with CNN Philippines. The U.S.-based vaccine manufacturer submitted its application last week, and it only took the FDA nine days to review and approve the application. Moderna is the seventh vaccine brand to be approved for emergency use in the Philippines. Pfizer, AstraZeneca, Gamalea, Sinovac, Johnson & Johnson, and Bharat Biotech have all received the green light from the FDA. Meanwhile, the FDA has not yet finished evaluating the vaccine used to inoculate President Rodrigo Duterte against COVID-19. Health Secretary Francisco Duque III asserts that the Sinopharm vaccine he administered to the president was covered by the compassionate special permit earlier granted by the FDA to the presidential security group. When asked about the president's vaccine of choice, FDA chief Eric Domingo said that he believes it was a personal preference, adding that his agency will not take responsibility for it. Pag sinabi pong compassionate special permit, hindi naman po yung authorization na binibigay ng FDA. Kundi yung ibig sabihin, in this case, yung pong head ng PSG Hospital, uh, siya yung nag-garantee na inaral niya yung bakuna and they take full responsibility for it. Domingo says they are seeing good results in their evaluation of that vaccine. Last year, members of the Presidential Security Group were vaccinated with what Defense Secretary Delphine Lorenzana tagged as smuggled vaccines. Palace spokesperson Harry Roque denies, however, that the jab given to the president was smuggled. Roque instead says that it was part of the 1,000 shots donated by the Chinese government. Health authorities are, are recommending a revision to the quarantine protocols for returning overseas Filipino workers. This after they detected hundreds of new cases of the virus variants from the United Kingdom and South Africa. The health department and the Philippine Genome Center on Tuesday reported 289 new cases of the B117 variant first detected in the United Kingdom and 380 additional cases of the B1351 variant from South Africa. Health spokesperson Maria Rosario Verjera says they are now proposing that returning OFWs are tested on the eighth day as opposed to the current six-day testing requirement for those under quarantine. That proposal is now up for approval by the IATF. Based on evidence and based on the recommendations of our experts that the viral load is still high until the eighth Day. So oh, we want to be sure, yes, that we, we get the, get to be able to identify all of these travelers coming in uh, accurately so that we can isolate properly and uh, we can, uh, uh, you know, uh, break the chain of transmission. The requirement really is 14 days quarantine, but what we do right now, be, because of our resources, we quarantine them until the seventh day that they get tested and the results are out. And then if the results are out, they are endorsed to the local governments, which supposedly should complete this 14 day. But we have seen that there are lapses in this kind of protocol. That's why we are revising so that we can have stricter border control, especially now that there are different variants in the other countries. In other news, Philippine headline inflation comes in at 4.5% in April. This marks the fourth straight month that inflation rose above the government's target range of 2 to 4%. April's 4.5% inflation print, though, is well within the Philippine Central Bank's forecast of 42 to 
Higher food and transport costs led to the rise in the prices of goods at 22 and 17 percent, respectively. Inflation in the national capital region hit 3.7 percent in April, lower than the national average of 4.7 percent. BPI's lead economist, June Neri, says that asset prices also need to be watched closely. While it could be true that inflation is transitory uh, and, and therefore there is no need to, to hike until next year, uh, there is also that possibility it can persist. No? Because prior to the pandemic, the trend of inflation was actually upwards. So asset prices will always be volatile in an environment where the policy rate is too far or much, much lower than the current inflation rate. Because there's always the concern that the central bank could actually move to the opposite direction. Today marks the first year since the Philippines' largest broadcast network went off the air. On May 5, 2020, the National Telecommunications Commission ordered ABS-CBN to shut down following the expiration of its broadcast franchise May 4. The House of Representatives would later on reject the network's franchise application in a move seen by many as politically motivated. While Malacanang has distanced itself from the shutdown, President Duterte had repeatedly threatened the network with the non-renewal of its franchise. ABS-CBN correspondent Mike Navallo says that the culture of speaking out against this government must be reinforced. When the people did not speak up against the attacks on the Inquirer, on Rappler, I believe that emboldened the administration. It's a domino effect. And, and if we don't stop the administration from the very beginning, uh, it might be too late. And if we don't uh, develop this culture of pushing back, it will only embolden uh, whoever is in power. The anniversary of ABS-CBN's shutdown comes two days after President Duterte marked Press Freedom Day by saying that his administration will continue to protect the media from threats and intimidation. It's lip service because it's not, it's not happening. It's not... Uh... Uh, protecting uh, the press in the Philippines is actually threatening it. He wanted to control it, and he wanted uh, only his views and uh, the favorable reporting about his administration. But there will be a time of reckoning uh, for this for this action. ABS-CBN is the parent firm of this news channel. Those were the top stories this hour. I'm Mikey Orata. Please stay safe and keep it here on ANC, the ABS-CBN News Channel.